I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we talk about great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And today we are at Latitude 33 in Vista, California. One of our absolute favorite drinking holes with us is the doctor. Hey, doctor. Welcome, welcome. Glad to be here. And producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Uh, but our guests today, or actually we're their guests, so thank you very much for having us. Of course. We have Tori Burkle, Marketing and Brand Management. Hi, Tori. Hi. <laughs> uh, we have Cameron Moffat, Head Brewer. How you guys doing? Good. Cheers. And Taylor Allen, Head of Sales. Cheers, boys. Oh, so thank you so much for, for letting us come into your brewery Absolutely, and, and spend an afternoon talking to you. Uh, we have been big fans of Lead 233 for a long time since Green since Green Flash left. My our friend works Simco right here and cool, and uh, called up and said there's a new brewery opening. You got to come see it. So, so you've been with I, us from the beginning. I yeah. feel like we've got kind of like with Mother Earth. I feel like we've we've kind been of able seen to the see the very yeah. you know from a little tiny place where there is. Yeah, you have any shirts? Yeah, we have two yeah, mediums yeah. and a beanie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to expanding the the room, expanding your your beer selection, and now that the great tasting room, the vibe that you've got going on here. So it's been really quite fun to see it see yeah, it happen. Congrats. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Quite a, quite a journey we've been. So I'm going to start. If you guys can just tell us a little bit about what what makes Latitude 33 kind of unique as a brewery and as a, a place to work and visit. <laughs> All right, I'll start it off. So I, uh, like I said, my name is Taylor. I'm the sales and distribution manager for the brewery. I've been at the company for about four years. And, you know, like you guys were just mentioning, watching the evolution of, of Latitude. Uh, you know, when I started here, um, it was right after Mike Ingram, our current CEO, took over. And, uh, you know, we kind of floundered as far as our identity goes. Uh, we didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, a, a core structure. And, and so when Mike came in and, and I came on board shortly after him, um, you know, we decided to... Uh, kind of change that perspective of uh, uh, a lot of 233 and you know it's it's just kind of been great to watch the growth and and uh, you know with it we've kind of developed these unique yet approachable beers that I think have really taken the market by storm um, I know as, as you know and Cameron knows brewing hundreds of barrels of it a month yeah. uh, blood orange IPA I mean it it, it you know really uh, launched us into uh, a different category as far as breweries go in San Diego and and just being able to like be a part of it and watch that growth Cam's been at the company almost as long as I have and about three a little over three years uh, yeah he's right there with me and um, you know it's it's been great bringing on new people and just kind of uh, you know like I said experiencing that growth together as, as a group has been has been really unique and really fun and uh, well, it's allowed us at that point. Blood Orange has pretty much supplied us and allowed us to make yeah. whatever, every, whatever we want. Yeah. You know, right. at this point, since it's been like it's been our powerhouse. Yeah. Right. And well, so, because of that, we've been able to then expand upon different styles. Do like our hazy IPA, like the Lost Cities, and that's been a big yeah. one now. So, is, so, do you have some of the challenges? Like, like we talked to Zach over at Firestone Walker, and he said. Um, 805 to him is a nightmare because it always has to be perfect perfect yeah definitely so that's always yeah consistency is definitely the biggest thing for us as well and so yeah of course you have challenges and obstacles in terms of like just even simple things just fermentation like you're gonna get different profiles that happen out of the same yeast so it's sometimes you get you're put in a situation where you know sometimes uh, quality comes first and foremost and so you have to make that executive call of what you do with the beer, let's say that night might not be a 100% satisfactory, you know? 
Right. So it's uh, there's definitely challenges that come along with this whole beer industry, but as a whole, we pretty much dialed it in. It's been a, a hell of a learning curve for a lot of us here. <laughs> good. I've had a lot of blood orange, and every time, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, thanks one to this guy right here, yeah. man. <laughs> it's one of my favorites on the planet. So thank you. <laughs> it was in our top five beers of the Hop Highway. Yeah. That that was our decision was uh, the Blood Orange IPA made, Fantastic. and in fact it was our only IPA, which yeah. might be surprising that's, for that's people from San Diego It's called listening. the Hop Highway. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. We tried to go a little more unique and, and broad in our spectrum, but yeah, that was we that was hands down among us was what had to be in the top five of the top five oh, beers along this, this uh, 78. So way back at the beginning, are there any of the the, the mythology of Lad 233, any of the uh, obstacles early on that, that, that Lad 233 faced and getting started trying to make a, a dent or a mark in this so when i started on about three years ago we were during that phase where it was just blood orange and that was kind of the main beer that we were making and maybe a little bit of honey hips and that was our, our biggest struggle was actually keeping up with production and so we actually as ramping up we became what 24 hour shifts so <laughs> we were we were churning and burning so that was actually our biggest struggle was just keeping up with demand right and because of that, we you know we had some issues with some contracts and you know, whatnot, but we were able to then supply it to you know the point where we're at now. Where we've got a new brew house, we got new fermenters, we've got you know a new packaging hall and all that kind of stuff. So it's through those obstacles we're actually able to overcome, which is actually really exciting. That's very cool. So in terms of you from a brewer standpoint, what are some of your influences on on brewing and beer styles? I mean, I just like experimenting with flavor combinations and whatnot so in terms of the balance of malt and hops and maybe some other adjuncts is like like blood orange ipa was was a continuing evolving sort of flavor so um we kind of wanted to tinker with the hop profile and like the malt profile making sure everything was balanced and so uh that we use that sort of philosophy for every style right so yeah. like with with our with our lost cities that was a, a big one of us that kind of went through multiple evolutions and uh it's Right now, we're super happy with how it yeah, is. And I love the hazy. Yeah. And that's just been a hazy craze. It's just, it, it's. I don't think it's going away. So I love it's, it. it's going to stick around for a while. We're kind of split down the middle in our group of. of I trust me. I, I was. I was totally against hazy IPAs until I started having really good examples yeah, of it, and right. I'm like, oh shit! Like, I'll get, I'll get behind this. I want to yeah. make this. No, so, I love. Them. Yeah. So, so for people that are not from San Diego, besides Blood Orange, mm -hmm. uh, what are some of you guys' core beers? So we have uh, Honey Hips, which is the a strong blonde ale with honey, so it's uh, got a little bit of spices of orange, uh, orange peel and uh, rose hips. So it's got like a nice fruity character to it, right. and it being an eight point three percent, it seems like it'd be a little boozy, but surprisingly it goes smooth. down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that probably easy. too too yeah. easy. Too yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it drinks like a five. Yeah, so I'm gonna have something near and dear to both Jeff's hearts here, uh, the vanilla porter. <laughs> we ever, are we ever going to see that vanilla porter again? I mean, that's, it could potentially be somewhere in the future. The, this porter we've been Especially actually... Right, we, we can probably bring it back in some way or some fashion. But actually, these uh, that beer, we've been kind of doing new takes on kind it. So this this uh, this previous round that we do, and uh, actually we're still doing it right now, it's the uh, Coffee Coconut. We actually collaborated with them. With Steady State Roastery. And they're fantastic people. The, the coffee that they put out is absolutely fantastic. So... Um, it's great. not a hint of coffee. There's plenty of coffee. It's got there. plenty of coffee. <laughs> and we throw a little coconut in there. It's almost like adding creamer to coffee to kind of soften yes. it and round it out. And so it's uh, we're going to probably do something similar to that in you know, the next round. 
But I can say you probably will see Vanilla come back around. Yeah, you'll see oh, it come back, but yeah. we'll probably experiment with some other things yeah. first, you know. <laughs> we, we adjusted the name on it to make it more true to brand, which is the Native Trails series, and yeah. that's yeah. kind of where you're getting the name on it, but the original recipe of was that porter was, was the vanilla porter. porter. Right. I mean, okay. that, that beer itself it's in stems. Here. Yeah. It's in this it's glass in there somewhere. It's in there. Yeah. It is in there, yeah. yes. Yeah. The original recipe yeah. stems It was one of the first beers I had from you guys. I was like, oh my gosh, this oh, is I, incredible. I remember so, uh, it was yeah. something like Wilford's or something like that. Yeah. It was an Imperial Stout. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I breakfast of Wilford's. Yeah, breakfast of Wilford's. I remember that beer as well. We don't get a lot of seasonal beers in sunny San Diego, so that was just one that as soon as it was autumn, Oh, you can. That, that it came out. Yeah. I want it. Yeah, 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 give me yeah, that too. So, yeah. so and I, kind of keeping that line, I came in today. It's I, one thing I do like about you guys is it does seem like you're kind of constantly evolving. Um, over the summer, came in and you guys had the what was it the key lime? Yes, that was phenomenal. Yes, and, then, and then the one that was just a total shock to me because I was I said well, I'll just try it uh, was the uh, clouds of tang. And yes. that was an unbelievable beer. It was so good, actually, I can't even taste it. I actually bought a growler and a six-pack of it and left with it. And I took it for these guys. So you guys yeah. got to try this thing. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of my different. first taste into, like, the milkshake. Right, because yeah. milkshake IPAs, they're, they're kind of a new style to yeah. me as well. But, I mean, they're just, they're fun, they're fun drinks, yeah. you know. They've got just a ton of, ton of character to it. Not bitter, super hoppy with, like, nice fruity characters to it. So I'm like, I'll drink the hell out of it yeah. all day. Yeah, <laughs> no, and you can. And it's, like I said, it's just a unique kind of a, just a unique take on it Definitely. and it was uh, so so hopefully you're gonna keep those rolling around too I figure those are maybe more a little bit summer for but, sure uh, but hey, as long as we're on this topic why don't we hear from each of you what's your favorite lad 233 beer because uh -huh. I'm guessing you That's, drink a lot of it that is talking current or and they're really thin for just, drinking so much beer yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that compliment all right uh, I'd say off. my favorite is honestly the most recent one we've just brewed it, this is our Bermuda it's a hoppy lager. It's a collaboration with Artifacts, Second Chance. Um, you know, like I said, I've been with Latitude for a while, and the beers we consistently brewed were higher gravity beers, seven percent, eight percent, and, and uh, I've really found a liking towards the lower gravity uh, beers, especially the lagers. So we launched Cold Craft, which right. is our light lager, back in March. One of my favorite beers. I drink the heck out of it, and now this guy. So. <laughs> That's right. We're in a working hurry. Yeah. Yeah. Working yeah. Hurry. Yes. So yeah, I mean, if you guys have any chance to try this guy, I highly recommend yeah. it. It's it's yeah. definitely one right. of my that favorites. That one time coming that next, okay? Right. So for me, I would say Fiesta Island because there was a lot of labor involved in that. So <laughs> all that lime character that came through, we zested probably per batch about 600 limes. Oh, wow. Wow. So there's a labor of love in that, so <laughs> for sure. It's a great beer. So I, that right there, just out of that alone, and also it just tasted like a key lime pie, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably been my favorite beer brewing and making from start to finish yeah. so far. So, but there's, who knows, there's, so, others. So the there's in, others. The intensive labor adds to your enjoyment of it. Most definitely. Doesn't make you resent it. So. You, know, you don't resent it. Yeah, exactly. Fruits of your labor. How about you? Uh, mine would have to be Snowstorm. Uh, it came out early this year. We're bringing it back for like a Black Friday uh, beer coming up this year, and it's a 100% Mosaic IPA, okay. and I'm obsessed Sorry. with Mosaic. So for me, it's like, mm -hmm. it was just the best beer, and it like came out in early February, I want to say, and it was like summertime in the cold, so nice. it was my favorite beer. That, and will that be coming back? It's it, coming back yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanksgiving time, you guys she should expect it. All right, very good. Yeah. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Craft Co-op? Because I think that's something unique and, and exciting that people might want to hear a little more about. You want to touch on the Craft Co-op a little bit? 
<laughs> I would, but I, I think you have a better take on it than um, I do. <laughs> so the craft co-op is something that we've kind of looked into, whether it be partnering with our distribution center, partnering with beers. It's just more getting involved with the community. We wanted to, you know, we have a large distribution center, and it's one of those things where, you know, we're a larger scale brewery, but we're not, I mean, we're not massive. We're not the Bass right. Point. We're not, you know, uh, Carl Strauss and these other bigger guys. Um, and so that's why you're doing your own line. You're doing yeah. real lines. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So we still retain some yeah. of the artisanal yeah. Yeah. kind of small scale. Thank you. Yeah. But you know, uh, we do need that space. And so with that, we wanted to you know bring in other breweries, whether like I said, be like sharing uh, you know storage space with them, whether it be you know collaborating on beers, stuff like that. And and uh, it's more just getting back involved with the San Diego beer community is really what it is, and trying to you know build those relationships. And you know, with the co-op, that's kind of like our goal in the future. We haven't really. Um, let it take off yet but you know it's it's been good you know getting communication with some of these other guys in the area and whatnot and becoming friends with the guys at Virgin or the guys at Second Chance whatnot yeah, so. we had a, we actually had the beer the other night because one of our friends that came on and uh, he's a head of the lifeguards and he said you guys did an event for them mm-hmm. and did a did a collab with Second Chance and so we had some uh, of that double beer. staff devil oh. double staff oh, yeah, yeah. It was really really double good staff. really yeah. good yeah. beer so that was really neat so. another da- really dangerous, dangerous beer yeah super dangerous it was so smooth yeah. and yeah and so that was that was very cool so all right so what's next for latitude 33 what are you guys future plans for beers brewery Stay tuned, man. Yeah, stay there's, tuned. Always, stay tuned. there's always new things yeah. that's coming around. So um, there's big things happening, of course. Very cool. Uh, got to stay a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep <laughs> keep it. Keep I've got things under wraps. Yeah. You know? We'll be oh. trying to keep doing special releases yeah, and the fun things. And but our core beer is really what we're focusing on, especially with launching light lager. Yeah. Um, you don't see a lot of craft light lagers no, out don't. in the market, and so that's something we're really trying to hone in. On, is cold yeah. craft. You know, taking over that craft lager space and you know fighting with the big guys because the big guys have all the loggers. Right. So I, I also know just because I came in and I noticed you guys got a couple seltzers. So as you guys move, you move into the white claw, you got you got it going after the white claw market. Yeah. So my son's in college right now. He'll really appreciate that. I'll be I mean, there. Hey, white claws in a shortage right now. Yes, so it, is, it is. It is. It is. It's a massive shortage. So fill that void. So so Taylor, question. I think mostly for Taylor here. What's it like in San Diego getting your brewery, your beers into into play? You're talking about Ocean Beach mm-hmm. starting to carry more and more. Lad 233. I just had yeah. some uh, last night at Watson's. Yeah, Winston's. So. Winston's. Winston's. Or Watson's. <laughs> Watson's <laughs> next door. Five music and you're in Ocean Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was a challenge. I mean, when I first started with Latitude, it was it was little to unknown. Um, and you know, it was a at first it was more of a shotgun approach of just kind of putting the beer in front of people, letting them try our product, and you know them trying it out, putting it on, and it sells, and then it snowballs from there. Um, now it's it's just more building relationships. It's going in and meeting with these guys and, and letting them know that, you know, you're not just some brewery located out in North County. Like, you know, you're, you're local and you're here to here to stay and you got some good quality beer and you got some fun, new, um, you know, innovative stuff coming out. And, and that's literally just been, you know, my job over the last couple of years is, is building these relationships and and just pushing that new stuff on them and letting them know we're, we're here to stay, you know what I mean? So. And then it sells and they're happy. And then it sells yeah, and they're happy. happy. No, you are you want more. Yeah, you're seeing exactly. it. Yeah, you're seeing it everywhere yeah. now, so that's just cool. Exactly. Yeah, Taylor's done a really good job of bringing some of our craft beer into like the more chain organizations like Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. and things like that, where you know, you're competing with the, the national, the national bigger brands, name. Right. Yeah. He's done a really good job of building relationships and like bringing craft into those types of places. Very cool. Well, we're very impressed, have been from the beginning, but every time we come in, it's true, every time we come in, there's something new. New to try. Yeah. There's not vanilla porter, but there's <laughs> no, yeah. But there will be. But yeah, there be. will be. Yeah, they're going to hold this in the time. And I have to say, so those people haven't visited Latitude 33, I mean, there are so many, and they're all very good. I'm not 
some breweries you go, there's a couple core beers you like, but they're all really fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I got I got to give a shout out to Cam here because uh, you know, like like he had mentioned, you know, for you know for maybe a year and a half there, we had to meet demands and we were brewing a lot of Blood Orange, and over the last you know year we've kind of opened it up for him to kind of, you know, innovate and come out with some crafty and fun new stuff on our little pilot batch system. And right now it's it's the best our lineups looked, whether it be a double IPA, a coffee Berliner. I mean, yeah. uh, We had know. that banana head from Weissen. Really tasty, yeah. super tasty. I, it's funny, yeah. man, I, I yeah. tried my hardest to talk yeah. about a brew that out. No, but it's I actually really it. good. You're not like Kevin Weissen. And then you drink it and you're like, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's very cool. I thought it was one of the best, you know, hefts I've had in a while. So he, you know, adds diversity to our lineup here at the tasting room and uh you know props to him it's 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 been it's been fun seeing what he's been able to come out with so right, but cool. also like it's cool because that one barrel system that little little pilot system has sometimes translated to the big Bigger, system yeah. like fiesta island was right. was a result of that pilot system That's very cool. fiesta island actually started as a, a cast, a cast. They, did a, <laughs> oh. they did a one you know one barrel not even a barrel yeah a little six of a cask of it and uh, I mean, these guys—they're—they're they're great. They—they they rely heavily on my input as far as you know what's going to do well in the market. And, and this is one I tried off the cast, and I was like, "Do it! We're scaling! Do this! We're scaling! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we brew it again, fine-tune it. Well, of course, you guys brew it again. Brew it again, and brew it again, and brew it again, and, yeah. again, and mm -hmm. you know, got to the point where we were looking for our summer seasonal coming. Like, this is it. This is it right here. And we were like, "This is the beer." So you know, it's funny to see it go from. A Just tiny like, cask for our Christmas yeah. party, I think it yeah. was, yeah. what we did yeah. it for. Oh, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. to, to scaling into a full-blown, yeah. you know, 200-something barrels of, yeah, and in, you know, five different Two markets. Two sips in and yeah, exactly. decisions made, huh? It's been, yeah. it's been decided yeah. at that point, yeah. so... Yeah, so, it, was, cool. it was cool. So in terms of like the future, like it could be totally, you don't know. It could, we yeah. have no idea. There could right. be some beer that we made on the pilot system of like, we need to make this on a big scale and then we'll just do it. Yeah. So, so your, your, that's kind of your enthusiasm the, and excitement is, is contagious. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> it must be throughout the workplace. Oh, it definitely I mean, is. You, this is a, when you come visit, it's a working brewery. You can see every work in and everyone's smiling. That that's not always the case. Sometimes they're just sweating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, trust me, there's some sweat going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Zest and zest and limes. All right. And now the now some tasting. So you want to walk us through some beers? Yes, absolutely. All right. So right grab yourself some. What do you want to start with here? Uh, this is called Beer Muta. This is our collaboration beer. This is a hoppy lager. Oh. Yep. Cheers. One Cheers. of my favorite Cheers. beers today. It's Cheers. fantastic. Cheers. This is awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Eye contact. Eye contact. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I gotta do the beer contact. I gotta. I gotta make sure I hit. You know. Yeah, you know, and then we just did our Oktoberfest one. Yeah, I know, right? I sure. Eye contact. I can't do both. Yeah, if you can't make eye contact, bad luck. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, this one's Super just crisp, nice and crisp clean. and refreshing. Mm -hmm. The hops in it, uh, we use American Autonom hops, which is kind of nice and like a little delicate with like a florally kind of citrusy character. We use Kalista hops, German Kalista, which is very strong and like berry, so it's got a lot of like those little like fruity, soft, delicate characters. And then we use Southern Passion hops, and that's uh, that's South African hops, so that's relatively new on the market, mm. and that's very intense tropical character. So we kind of wanted to use that's those. That's you kind of get a little bit of the citrus, I think. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So we kind of wanted to use that in combination to make like a, a cross between something that's very easy, light, refreshing, very crushable during the summertime. At the same time, with like a nice hot balance to it, so it's kind of approachable for a larger spectrum yeah. of every you know of people. 
So, say crushable. Oh, it's that was crushable. Very, it's very, it's very crushable. That was a conversation from our earlier podcast. Are we too old to say crushable? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Never, never too old. No, never. Just getting clarification. We're getting a, a variety yeah. of. Getting of uh, I think I would consider that nowadays new beer terminology. Okay. So that's yeah. I would, we talked about fine. that. Stage appropriate. It's, it is it's age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> this beer kind of came to fruition as um, I'm I'm good friends with the guys over at Second Chance and and good friends with the guys over at Artifacts and I really wanted to do a canned big release with a beer with them and I had originally pushed for an IPA and uh-huh. all the brewers you know and their artistic sides wanted something funky and unique Ooh, and fun. Uh, fun and then I was like how about I'll meet you halfway and we'll do something that's light summery vibe super drinkable. And we came up with a, an idea of doing like a fun hoppy lager with really unique hops, uh, just something that we ha- you don't see every day. You know no, what I mean? Fair, yeah. And um, and all the brewers, you know, came to an agreement on it, and uh, we were able to tie us all together. The, the the way we came up with the name Beer Muto was, um, you know, we're kind of on the Carlsbad, you know, coastal side. Uh, uh, Second Chance is kind of North County, and they're kind of more Eastern right. with RB, and then Artifacts is right above us in in okay. Orange County. Yeah. So um, with it, it kind of forms a little triangle, and with that, we kind of came up with like the beer muted triangle. Right. Fun fact: and it's on the thirty-third parallel. Boom! Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, nice. Important fact. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's a snap effect right there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, everything kind of came together, and it worked out. Um, you know, we love the guys over at Artifacts. Johnny's awesome, and and Marty's killer over at Second Chance, and you know, putting the three minds of the two of them and Cam together was just you know a recipe for something awesome and and I we're all really stoked with the way this beer turned out the can design we think is awesome cool. and yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. super cool yeah, yeah so uh you know all thank you Tori all all can design. Looks like that can you know yeah, they have so, some out there yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, I might not always be the biggest fan of the haze craze but if hobby lager it. takes off I'm gonna be very happy I mean you're already starting to see a lot of these like lighter beers with with you know with a heavy hop profile in it I mean for example one of the, the reasons I, I was super stoked on the style and making this beer was I'm a big fan of the Clever Kiwi from Virgin. They do a Hoppy Pilsner, and I, I think that's kind of style of like a really light, crushable, um, you know, clean beer, right. but with like a nice hop characteristic to me is just very intriguing, and, and it just kind of hits everything. It's it's light, it's full of flavor, but it's still got that San Diego hop character that everyone wants to see. Right. And, um, you know, I think they, they nailed it with this guy. It's, you think it's, we'll start to see some Pilsners and Kolsch's with a little bit more so. body in He it? wants really the Kolsch. So. He loves yeah. me. I've he been loves want, the Kolsch. I've been pushing for a yeah. for a while now. Bagby, so. every once in a while, we'll, we'll have one with a little little character. Mm-hmm. Little, like, that's not what I was expecting. That's oh, no. Every, everything that Jeff Bagby puts out is fantastic. Yeah. I, he blows my mind every time. What's up, beer? But the porter, the vanilla porter first. Just a quick run of it. Winter, yeah, winter's, I'm winter's here I first. Can take, load up in my fridge and then, then go about your business. And then we can do whatever. So, right. so I have a question for you. So I was up in Portland this weekend, and I was at a place, and they were pouring a bunch with uh, fresh hops. So okay, that seems yeah. to be like a new phase or whatever. Definitely. Is that yes. something that you like? What, what's the difference between saying that making fresh hops versus so, just a dry hop? So whatever. fresh hops yeah, is. Very hard to execute. I mean, real, realistically, it's very difficult. So whoever does those and actually executes really well, like, cheers to them yeah. because it's you have to contact your you know your hot farmers and whatnot, and it's pretty much within a day process, a twenty four hour wow. process where you're harvesting wow. from their fields oh. and you're throwing it into your. So beer. that's so up here in Northern Oregon. Yeah, it's it's much that's why yeah. So it. it's very yeah. difficult to like coordinate properly, Probably especially in San Diego. Oh, definitely, because yeah. we're not we're nowhere near like hop farms right. and whatnot. But I mean, there's there's one out. Uh, I forgot where it's at. Was it Starby Hops? Yeah, it's uh, deep. But yeah, they're they're local, but. Um, 
It's they're, they're yeah. such a small it's a, farm. It's a pro- we trust. We we looked into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This year, this year, this year I was so yeah. I was so I was because I was at a place until the lady poured me some. She said, "Oh, you got to try this." And I tried it. Oh, this is fantastic! I want to buy something. She goes, "Well, it's different than what's in the can." Yes, you can't buy this, you know. And I'm okay. I got our next beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking the banded pops run. Yeah, yeah. So I decided that I could brew. Oh, it's very tricky. Yeah, I could get behind that. Cam was Cam was ready to run. I fly up to. I was about ready to fly. We need a Trans Am. You only got like a two or three month period where you're going to be in business, but yeah. My in-laws have a winery up in Ramona and I've been trying to get them to grow hops too. I'm saying you guys yeah. need to grow hops. It's well, short, and, you know, grow hops in Ramona. It's a good place to grow stuff. A, it, yeah, we're in like a climate where it's yeah. it's still certain varietals. Yeah, yeah. Just so we'll see. That. We'll keep 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 talking to them. Well, I good. think that's a thumbs up from yeah, that's a fantastic beer. Yeah. beer yeah. You want to go into the double or the porter? Um, we'll do the double, double next. Double. Yeah. So that's uh, this is our double staff. This is one that's a, uh, the collaboration right. with the lifeguard, Encinitas Lifesaving cool, Organization. Yeah, yeah. this is yes. one Brian Ketter. Yeah, yeah. so um, we did that. We, we brought the lifeguards actually in, and they got to get a whole tour of the place and sit down with um, Cam actually. Oh no, no, it's okay. We got more back there. Don't you worry. We got plenty. We got plenty, guys. Yeah. I, I work. Yeah, I work here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we actually brought the lifeguards in, and they hung out with Cam and got to name the beer. They didn't yeah. get to be a part of the brewing process as much as they wanted to, but that's it not just, the way Brian <laughs> told it. <laughs> <laughs> they still got to be a part of it. Yeah. And they, they were highly they, complimented. Yes. They, they yeah, they had a great, yeah. they had a great time. Yeah, they were an amazing group of people to work with. I absolutely loved it. So we actually teamed up with them for the Bermuda launch, and then we had them name this special beer. Um, and so that day we gave a portion of our proceeds to the Encinitas Lifesaving right. Organization and John Wayne Foundation and the California State Parks. Right. So it was a couple couple different people involved, um, but it was for the launch party of Bermuda, cool. and then they had a special beer on tap just for them. Well, cheers to you guys yeah, for doing cheers. that. Cheers. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Guys. That's fantastic. So the thing that's amazing to me, this is such a smooth beer, and what's the alcohol so content smooth. on this thing? Eight and a half percent. Exactly. That's what he told me. I'm like, oh, yeah, you could get in some serious trouble. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think I've thought of a couple yeah. times yeah. coming in It does in not drink growlers. like an eight and a half percent <laughs> beer. No, it's such a, and it's a double, right? Double, double IPA, yes, yeah, and it does correct. not drink like oh, a double yeah, IPA yeah, either, so it's... These guys have nailed it with their last couple doubles. I mean, Ocean Grown was a killer beer. Um, the one before that, we did Double Vision, which is a double hazy IPA, and you know, I think this one turned out Awesome. I would think like people that that say, oh, I don't like, you know, that because of the hot, this is one to try because you're going to be right. blown. You wouldn't if you gave this someone like kind of a blind taste test and said, tell me what kind of beer it is. Most of them would never guess double IPA double because IPA. it is yeah. so smooth. And for me, it's usually the booziness of the double of the imperial IPA. Yeah. I don't like. The, right. There's none of that in this, which is the problem. Which is the problem. Or the solution. It is the solution. Yeah. So no, it's it's a fantastic beer. Nicely done. Yeah, this beer is only available in our tasting room. It's yeah. all small batch. This is kind of Cam's it's a little pilot last little pilot baby, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, it's like I said, if you want to try, you can only get it here. And so listeners need stuff. to come down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so smooth. Almost yeah, this one like we, a creamy texture. A little bit, yeah. I, I made sure the yeah. carbonation wasn't super high on it, so it was a little bit softer on the palate. Mm-hmm. And also the bitterness is not super intense, yeah, so it's know. a little bit more. I, I, tr- I try to take more of a balanced approach in double IPAs. I think we're, me personally, I think I'm past the point of just, oh, 
yeah, 150 yeah. IBUs where you're, right, it's right. just a pallet record. Let's stone be stone, and we'll do right. it. I kind of like, I, me, I just prefer balance, you know? It's like yes. where it's easy on the, you know, it's you're easy matur- on the you're maturing now. It's <laughs> so, oh, no, because I, I used to be yeah. a crazy hopper. Yeah, no, give me double happens. Give me everything crazy. We were talking about that the other day, and it was about people trying to find a beer that's so hoppy, it's just impossible to even drink. Well, and then after that, every other beer just tastes like water. And you're like, I don't even care. I don't even know what flavors are in this. I'm so envious of your job. People come in. They drink beers, they love it, they go, oh, and then you just make people happy. <laughs> I mean, in a nutshell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you make people happy with your happiness. <laughs> Nailed I it. I like that. Nailed it. Yeah. To yeah. a T. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I love it. No, that's a great, like I said, I, I double IPA, that's probably the best double IPA I've had. And it's, it's yeah. got kind of classic West Coast style. Right. So it's got more, it's got uh, Chinook hops, it's got Simcoe and Idaho 7. So those yeah. hops are... Leaning more towards like the the piney and the danky sort of spicy characters versus the citrus characters, so it's got more of the classic style. Like when the double IPA first came out, it was that's more signature of it, and we just kind of toned back some right. bitterness yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah. but another, another winner, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's so kind of let, like me ask, let me ask you a question. So you say you did a small batch. So let's say that you decided, hey, we wanted to take this to a yeah. full blown. How, how difficult is that process, or is it? It's. I mean, there's a little bit of uh, a pros and cons to doing it because the scalability is, is definitely tricky. Going from one barrel to thirty barrels, and keeping the quality, and exactly that, yeah. keeping all everything the same in terms of SRM, IBUs, ABV, everything in terms of scalability. Right. There's a little bit of uh, tricky sort of things to go with it, but the last few times we've done this has actually been pretty successful. Yeah. So, uh, um, you never yeah, know. We, yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Things go well. I like your experiments. That's all I'm going to say. So far, <laughs> oh, you, for sure. you decide okay. to experiment on something. So far, we've got about three of them, and then the key line. I mean, the, that, you, you do pretty well. With I've your got I've got another one. It's just tasting room only. It's like a it's a berry Berliner Weiss, and that oh, was. I might, might have to just, try that one on the way out. Okay, so for sure. Usually yes. I wouldn't, but based on the based on so far, yes. if you that, if you give me the thumbs up, I'm going to try it. So, so it's much? it's probably my it's it's super fun. Yeah. It's just really oh. kind of you taste it. This is kind of zingy and exciting. You're like, all right, I'll drink this. I'm guessing there must be some experimentation. Where it, that's as far as it goes, it never leaves. The oh, definitely. There's been some <laughs> flops for sure. I mean, that's it, there's experimentation to the point where you're like, all right, this is about where it ends. Yeah, you know? right. And it's you know, you, you win some and you lose some. Just kind of it's no risk, no rewards. Exactly. You know, this is kind of human experimentation. You know, it's uh. So this is the native trail. Nothing's nothing's yeah. perfect. <laughs> all right. So what do we have here? It's our native it's beautiful trails. Beautiful to look at. Yes, I could just yes, say yes, that much. Yeah, it almost looks black, but then you put it up to the light, and it's got almost like a nice, like, burgundy oh, sort of red yeah. hue. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so uh, in 2019, uh, we decided to launch three rotating series, um, one of which was our Hot Nectar series. That included our Snowstorm, which Tori mentioned is our 100% Mosaic Hazy IPA, our Fiesta Island, and now our Beer Muta Hoppy Lager. Um, the next beer, or the next series, was our Imperial series. That started with our Ocean Grown Double IPA. We've had that beer for the last two years awesome we love it and then it rolled into our double vision and we're going to bring back our double embargo um and then the next series which is comes from our vanilla porter is our native trail series and with that has been a rotating uh kind of porter experiment um i believe we started with uh what did we start with was it vanilla it was vanilla vanilla. then it went to coffee uh, sorry went to coconut and then it jumped to black and blue so that was last year. Yeah, that was last year. That was last year. We actually, too. 
Yeah, Medina Medina Portocio. Portocio. I, guess, I guess fell into that, that same that category. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, typically, they kind of fall into like a, every quarter to release a new one. The porter itself just kind of goes until we you know finish up with the adjuncts that we want to do with it. Um, and this last rendition, I think, is probably my favorite one that these guys have done. Um, they decided uh, we decided to partner with Steady State. It's a local coffee roaster out of Oceanside, mm. um, or out of Carlsbad. I'm sorry. These guys went in, and I mean, I'll let Cam talk about it. But they, you know, picked out some killer coffee and, and came out with this collab beer. And it's uh, well, it's well, cool. Like uh, this should be a cologne. I'm, I'm, I'm saying saying great, be a great cologne for sure. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting going through like the whole coffee like selection process because you got to go through a cupping and so you go through you select you know they have eight different roasts in front of you and they have every different procedure to it where you you, know, you oh, pour hot water on you let it sit it. That's yeah it's the coffee that's, that's in space awesome. traveler and sippy folds and we selected those two specifically because the characteristic of them is just super yeah. unique because it's kind of it's chocolatey but it's fruity it's yeah. kind of citrusy it's got a lot of like melon, it's it's, yeah. it's totally a spectrum in terms of where you add it can kind of impact the flavor. So, um, so it was kind of a cool thing, f- like learning the whole cupping right. process in terms yeah. of the the coffee itself. And okay. so when we settled on these two things, it was uh, just a really nice kind of complimentary flavor. Yeah, yeah you guys went in knowing you wanted to use coconut too. Yes, and I think that helped set the tone of what kind of coffee mm-hmm. they brought into it. Exactly. As well. Because yeah, the coconut because it you know adds a nice like soft kind of character to it rounds out the mm-hmm. kind of sharp notes in the beard the coffee, the is, coffee. Is, is very prominent the coconut is not it's it's a it's the coconut subtle is, it's more of a subtle character it's more on the back end it, i more or less i kind of wanted it to just kind of soften the beer just make yeah. it where it's more palatable on the you know just make it where it's a little soft on your palate just easier it works and so yeah, yeah. I, I almost describe it when i sell it as like uh like a like a cold brew almost yeah. in a sense like a really smooth easy drinking cold brew you get um, like yeah, he was right. mentioning, you get a lot of the, like the nice fruity kind of characteristics of the coffee up front, and then it kind of mellows out with kind of like almost a vanilla characteristic of the coconut. Right. And um, I just think overall, the, just the balance on the beer is perfect. I'm I'm a big coffee fan, so this beer is perfect for me. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I drink a ton I of am, coffee. So so this, so. I'm thinking of replacing my two morning. I mean, it has enough coffee in it that it might get the job done for sure. But uh, cool. yeah, I mean, I overall nailed it with this guy, and and you know, shout out to Steady State for uh, you know helping us provide this coffee for it. I, it was a, it was a really fun, cool collab to do, and and like I said, we, we want to keep the Native Trail series itself fun and unique. And um, we've done some cool one-offs of it, whether it be chocolate peanut butter, whether it be uh, blackberry blueberry. We did this time last year. Um, I think overall, uh, all the renditions have been pretty killer, but this this one stands out as probably my my personal favorite. That's good. So I think the key on it, it sounds like, is uh, you got to keep checking back with you guys. Yeah, yeah things are constantly yeah. evolving. Don't don't turn, don't you never know what, yeah. you're, what you're going to find the next. So you come yeah. once, you got to come. Yeah, you got to come more and, and see <laughs> what else. Rotating it. Yeah, the, things the are evolving. Different designs on the cans yeah. have been pretty cool. So, yeah. how big is your team of, of brewers? Oh, it's only three. Just, just three yeah. of you doing it's all me this. Me and my uh, my AM brewer and my PM brewer. Wow. Those two guys would do blood orange. So <laughs> and you get to have all the fun, and they do You're blood orange. I mean, yeah, but we all we all of course right. we, we're all collectively the team. I would I would be nothing without the team. Right. So it's yeah. uh yeah. Yeah. I gotta Shout give out them. To the team. I gotta give them yeah. the team. all the props because they they bust their ass, right. and so they deserve right. a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. That three guys. Brewing. But I think I think the thing, and I think Todd alluded to it. The thing that's impressive is because we go to a lot, obviously a lot of breweries. You guys probably go to a lot of breweries, and you'll go to breweries and they'll have one, two, maybe even three solid beers. 
I don't know that that, that you can hear this. Like yeah. almost every beer you try, you go, oh, this is good on its own level or whatever you're looking Thank for. You. It's good. It's like so a baseball that's, team. Appreciate that. That makes you guys very. Nine better is solid. You're like, they got a good team. Like, all right. I think that's 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 one of the things that's kind of set latitude above the rest, and in the aspect of of our beer lineup is. Uh, they all are approachable yet drinkable yet creative and unique beers and right. it's, it's kind of hard to hit all of those aspects yeah. you know what it's I mean? also hard to pick which beer you want right but I like you said when you walk in you said you're trying to expand your beer palette this is the place to That's come why because when you have it it's, it's good right <laughs> so you might say hey I don't know that I like uh, 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 you know Merlin and Weiss but you said I'm going to try it here and you know you're going to get good quality and it may end up being the one you go hey this is I like this you like this a lot and that again expands your palate so I think it's a great place to come to with that if you're looking to Thank say, hey, I'm going to kind of kind of get outside my box of what I'm my comfort zone as far as what I normally drink. Oh, so, definitely. And like know. our philosophy in terms of just brew side, everything is just strive for perfection. You're right. never going to get there. Yeah. So that's kind of been our philosophy right. in terms of just internally of how to just figuring out whatever you can do, just even as a small detail as you can, just to make something better. Right. Nice. Well, you guys so have done. Cheers to you guys. You cheers to you. Thank you guys. Thank you for hosting us. We've had a great great time here as always we always expect to and and we did once again this is latitude 33 1430 vantage court vista california thank you tori cameron and taylor for hosting us and spending some time and telling us your story thank you guys it has been a great time but right now we gotta run b double e double r u n beer run b double e double r u n beer run all we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.